0: Welcome to Heathen and the Hedge. This is a podcast about marriage, magic, and beyond. I'm Shay,
1: and my name is Marilyn.
0: And today <laughs> we are talking about parenting. Yeah. Um specifically, though, we're going to try to keep it light and just talk yeah, about this. Will be a fun know, episode. The, the funnier, um, more, uh, <laughs> just life, life changing parts of. Of being a parent and what it was like just in this journey, um, and where we are now. Yeah. Um, I mean, our daughter is almost six. She'll be six in September of this year. Um, so you know, that's pretty crazy. Like, I mean, it's been like five whole years and we're going on six and we've mm-hmm. kinda like been through a roller coaster, I feel like just a lot of different things that have been intertwined with like becoming parents. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like the experience has been like for you so far?
1: Um, A lot of ups and downs.
0: <laughs> like, what did you feel like when you found out you were going to become, like, a parent? Like, I I remember specifically because we were together, but I want to know, like, from your point of view, like, what kind of, like, what were the first, like, uh, emotions you felt and, like, thoughts you thought about, well, you know, becoming a dad?
1: I was completely terrified from the, <sighs> from the time that you... That we found out you were pregnant until she was about two.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's about accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it was um, a lot of scary things that kind of were intertwined with becoming parents because we had a lot of like complications. Like, yeah, just there was some uh, medically and like physically and like just emotionally. Like, everything was a lot. And they tell you like becoming parents definitely like you know they talk about how expensive it is and just like you know how you don't get your time to yourself and those are all the things we knew but we had no idea just like how uh, how hard it would be
1: hard's like, a good word more,
0: but more like hard when it came it's a lot to, of curveballs like, yeah just harder yeah harder when it came to just like. All the things that you usually, like, you weren't even thinking. Like, they don't tell you, like, to prepare yeah. for, like, your kid possibly having a medical issue. Or, like, possibly, like, all the things that could go wrong with pregnancy.
1: I think they should offer parenting courses. Yeah. In high school.
0: Absolutely.
1: Or maybe even just to young adults.
0: Or even just, like, when you get pregnant. Because and there's. should have a class that you take that kind of tells you all of the things to kind of expect, like. You know, all the things that could go wrong with pregnancy and how you can help avoid them. Or all of the things that, um, you know, the birth defects that your child could have and, and, you know, how to, you know, be prepared for that. I was not prepared for that at all.
1: Well, I I feel like there's a lot of stuff that every parent goes through. Like it's that we're just expected to know how to handle it Mm -hmm. and you really don't know what you're doing. No. There's no fucking way to... (laughs) To, to, there's no, there's no book on how to be a parent. No, not Especially at all. for like a parent with, which it'll be a question later, but like a parent with like a child with some special needs or mm-hmm. like some disabilities, like mm-hmm. di- difficulties early on. But yeah, let's go, uh, let's, uh, let's start from the beginning, uh, several weeks after we had sex one time. <laughs> uh, Stop. <laughs> How did we how did we find out that you were pregnant?
0: I um so it was I, I did, I'm pretty sure I remember distinctly I'm trying to think. So technically um if I do my math correctly I believe that we actually um you actually got me pregnant like right right around my 21st birthday.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh
0: god, yeah. So <laughs> I mean before that we had talked about having children. We We're already married at that point, about four months in, um, freshly married, but we had been together, you know, like just a little bit over like
1: two two years. years. Yeah.
0: So at that point, you know, we were talking about having kids and we... Um, had kind of came to the decision that we weren't even going to like try to rush the kids at that point. Like we, well, had we decided weren't... we were going to just wait a little bit longer and like travel and do all the things that like ki- people do before they have kids. You know. Well,
1: we weren't entirely sure that we even could have kids because there were some uh, like medical.
0: Right, I was having a very hard concerns. time like just with my overall health in general. Like I was diabetic at the time and Um, extremely overweight and just
1: PCOS. Yeah. And I have
0: PCOS, but I didn't know that I had PCOS. It was not years uh, until that was not until years later that I found out that I had that, but we had suspected there, that there was something going on and we just assumed that it had something to do with like, the diabetes and the weight and just all the other things that were kind of intertwined at the moment.
1: Yeah, so we had stopped trying. Right. Well, we had stopped...
0: Trying intentionally.
1: Yeah. Just we kinda we like, weren't trying to not.
0: Right. We were just not really <laughs> using protection. Just kind of going with the flow. And
1: I knew you were pregnant, like, probably two weeks before.
0: How did you know I was pregnant?
1: <sighs> I just knew. I could feel it. Like, literally, I could feel it. You were starting to, like act a little different there was like some nesting behaviors happening what what behaviors? i don't know you were just i could just tell i could tell okay. and i told you like i told you i was like dude i think you're pregnant and you're like <laughs> you're like stop being stupid like <laughs> no i'm serious i, I really like, I, I really think, think you're pregnant <laughs> i was like i
0: just don't know if we um if like i don't know i just kind of felt like i didn't feel Mm -hmm. any different but i did have some signs like i
1: i sensed a disturbance in the force yeah
0: i had well i had like this dream initially that had something to do with like or no no it wasn't it well there were a couple of dreams like but in general i think it was my sister Mm -hmm. my sister initially like my younger sister she had called me and was like hey like i had this dream about like two fish and for some reason like i just feel like i had to ask you like if you're pregnant and i was like no i'm not i was like are you and she said i don't know so she Uh so she takes a test and she's pregnant
1: yeah you guys were pregnant at the same time i forgot about the same
0: time so she she was pregnant right and we and so i was kind of like "Ha!" like two fish like maybe it was about you you know and that's like a prophecy like i don't know if that's just in black culture or any culture but like for a lot of like what my mom says fish is like in a dream it means fertility it means that, like, pregnancy is on the horizon. So I know that my mom had a dream around that time as well. And she was kind of asking me questions. But my sister in general was like, okay, two fish. So she was pregnant. And then, like, two weeks later.
1: Yeah, because we were like, like, oh, she's going to have twins. Yeah, like, I, we I started were just making noticing jokes.
0: that, like, I... Um, you know, I just thought that my like that my period was coming because I had like, you know, the, the symptoms like my breasts were hurting and I just was feeling like really moody.
1: And you weren't eating like, well, I very wasn't, much. Yeah, or... I wasn't
0: eating a lot. And I just kind of thought that it was like my period. But usually when I, you know, my period would come, I, w- I usually eat a lot of food when I'm about to go on my period. I eat a lot. I get really hungry. But this was the opposite. So um, I kind of just started to say to myself, okay, you know, I'm going to wait an additional couple of days. And then take a test if my period doesn't come. So I waited until I believe, like, I remember my period was supposed to come, like, way before
1: the like first a, of the month.
0: And I and I waited until, like, the 10th. You
1: waited, like, close to a week and a half after.
0: I waited, like, 10 days. I waited, like, yeah. two whole weeks because I was just like, oh, it's going to come. You know, it's going to come. And because my period had always been a little irregular because I had been on and off of birth control and then my body was really going through like I believe that I had like been off of birth control at that point, like only six months or maybe a year. Yeah. I think I was right at a year off of birth control. So I really like my body was still kind of adjusting. So I really didn't know mm-hmm. if it was like my my stuff was off or if I was pregnant. Yeah. And so one morning I was like, you know what? Okay, I just I'm gonna take a test. And um and sure enough it came back positive. And I and I was actually shocked because I had taken many tests before and all of them negative and I just assumed this would be the same. And when it came back positive, I was shocked. I couldn't even believe that we had actually like really done it this time. Yeah. You know? And it and because we really weren't even, you know, trying that hard at this point. And I was, you know, I was like freshly like twenty one and I just wasn't expecting it at all, to be honest. Like we had just gotten married and we had just decided we were gonna like take our time and not really rush it and all of a sudden there it is. Like here we are. Well we're we parents. were
1: actively trying there for I know. a little bit we and were. we're having
0: it just was taking was a long time. Yeah. Like it took a whole year because we pretty much like we I mean, you guys we were not gonna lie, we were we were going pretty quick. Like we were together and we knew we were the like we have been together now eight years, so we knew when we got together that we that it was in game, like we just loved each other. Yeah. We were ready to start a family immediately. Like like six months in, we were already talking about getting married and like nine months before we were already talking about having a baby. But we waited until after we were married to ha- to really start trying to have kids. And we felt like then we reevaluated and changed our minds.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, let's- So uh, get... now
0: we're parents, right? We're, we're on our way to have like the baby.
1: Well, we still haven't talked about pregnancy. Were there any funny, oh yeah, funny parts stories of the pregnancy? Or... Okay,
0: so, so as we're cooking the baby, right? There's a lot of funny <laughs> parts of this that are just. I mean, it was really so. My pregnancy in general wasn't that hard as far as um, you had a
1: pretty smooth pregnancy, right? It
0: was smooth as far as you know. I didn't have too many like um, no morning sickness, no real like um, terrible parts that I would mention other than like i just had to pee all the time you know in the middle of the night and like i just couldn't get comfortable but those are normal
1: yeah um
0: however there were a lot of just like random strange things like i craved chili
1: we ate i
0: loved chili but hated the smell like anytime you would cook chili i would just be like
1: yeah you'd be gaggy until it was time to eat it but i was ready Mm.
0: to eat it though i i wanted to eat it so bad it wasn't
1: just chili it was anything with cinnamon
0: Oh yeah, that too. I was. We had so, I was obsessed with cinnamon. Cinnamon rolls, churros. Cinnamon rolls, we churros. We probably,
1: we probably put somebody's kid through college. So I remember distinctly. With I
0: remember distinctly, like I ha- I was on my way to work one morning, because um, I used to work at like a, ca- a check cashing place. Like this is while I was pregnant. You all, I was putting myself through like <laughs> the works. Um, but. I was working at this check cashing place, and I remember I had to get up pretty early to go open the store. And I like was craving like churros. I mean, it was like seven a.m. Yeah. And the only place that was open at the time was like Taco Bueno because yeah, Yeah, because they still like served breakfast. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's take a chance. I looked at the it was the shitty Bueno. Yeah, they had like you know those little churro bites or whatever. And I literally roll up to the window at like seven in the morning. Like, she's like. How can I help you? And I'm just like, yes. Can I? Um, I know this is weird, but can I get like some churros, please? And she's like, um, well, we usually don't cook those this early. And I said, okay, I know, but listen, I'm like, I'm seven months pregnant, and I, I'm really craving churros. Like, I will pay you whatever you want. Like, can you make me just five bags, like, please? And she's just like, okay. um sure like (laughs) so like they cook me these bags of churros and i mean we're like at the window like laughing about this like the lady's just like oh my god you poor thing she's like there's this place down the street that has like the most amazing churros if you ever want to go there and i'm just like i know but like it's early and you're the only place i could think of right now and like i love churros like i've been craving what was
1: i doing was i at work already yeah okay i remember that but i don't remember it was so
0: ridiculous like i just remember thinking to myself you know I don't care who thinks I'm crazy right now at like, least you
1: had like d- good pregnancy <laughs> cravings like they were tasty things I
0: did I it was shit a lot that I liked stuff. too well I also remember like in general like that time remember like, I was craving Mexican food really bad and oh asked my you God. to take me to the restaurant right that was a you nightmare. Were like, okay I'll just take you tomorrow I'll just take you tomorrow and I and I was kind of upset about it because I was very moody and very pregnant <laughs> I don't um, know what was going on well i don't remember either i feel like it was just like you were like tired or something and you were like "Let's it's like just work do it tomorrow. stuff or something yeah and i was like okay and then like i remember you took me for lunch the next day and by the time we got there i just didn't want mexican food anymore well
1: and you didn't like the you didn't like the way they made their tacos oh, there yeah, so i had the, this like, like yeah. gigantic plate of fajitas yeah and you were just sitting there at the table staring at your
0: like crying your
1: tacos pissed off and crying and i'm like should i even be eating like do you I know, it was do you awful. want some of my fajitas and, then and I you were like no like, i'm just I, fucking mad like, i
0: know because <laughs> i was just like i just really wanted
1: like i don't even want to pay for them. Yeah, like, I like, it he really was, was so this. mad and it
0: was just like now it's just not what i wanted and i remember like the the waiter coming over he felt so bad he was like is there anything i can get you can i get you like a free salpapilla and ice cream and i was like
1: yeah they did give you free good. ice cream well because it they? has <laughs> cinnamon on it yeah
0: so I was like hell yeah Ooh, like give me that good yeah." <laughs> I was like yeah because it has cinnamon on it so give it to me you know like at that point I was willing to take anything just to fucking like be happy for once like it was a hard day you know
1: I'm a cinnamon girl too I get it.
0: <laughs> but we had like you know for the most part not too I mean I didn't have too many embarrassing moments of pregnancy no. I feel like there were like very uncomfortable parts like when I had to go in and like get my cervix like oh yeah started and like you just have like you know two people in the room like one person's got their hand like elbow deep up your fucking you know body medically kind of like uh this is very uncomfortable and very like just against like all things that i'm comfortable with usually
1: it's definitely medical things are different definitely a whole different ballgame for women than men mm-hmm. it's getting a getting a physical or anything like that for a dude is easy you mm-hmm. might get your balls touched every now and then but they <laughs> they're not sticking their hand uh, inside of you oh man <laughs>
0: like no like never and it's it's really um i mean there was what's funny is at least remember, dr
1: girl's a really very nice doctor well remember
0: a, that was even a funny part of us our story was because remember when i started i was actually trying to get a female doctor yeah i went and oh, yeah. picked out specifically a female doctor like looked up all the doctors in the place picked out the one that i was like oh yeah like i feel like i would most connect with her and remember they were like okay she she doesn't want to take you on because you're high risk yeah and at the time i was like because i was diabetic um and this was my first pregnancy and she just of wasn't comfortable with yeah. my weight and all of that she just wasn't comfortable taking me i feel on. like she was
1: a younger Right. position.
0: And and not going to lie you guys, okay? Um unfortunately right now in the medical field, like black women are dying high high when we go to the when we go to the doctor, um especially when it's something super serious like like childbirth, mm-hmm. a, um a lot of women, like 80% of black women are dying in pregnancy. So I can understand why she didn't want to take me on. However, um they were like, you know, we have another doctor that's in the place and they are willing um, to take you on and they are a high risk doctor. I said, okay, who is it? And they were like, okay, it's a man. And I, you know, I did have a little bit of trauma with men specifically. Um, I've never wanted, I never wanted fem- or a male physician. I always wanted a female. So um, for the sake of my comfort, i didn't you know i wasn't comfortable with it but something told me you know just give it a go because i'm pregnant and i need to be seen right away like i just wanted to be seen because i was concerned you know about the pregnancy and how it was gonna go and the fact that i was diabetic and all of those things and um almost pushing i think close to 300 pounds at that point so there was a lot of like just things that i was concerned about for myself and when we finally met dr gruel um and and went forward with him. Like he turned out to be the best doctor. We ended up staying with him for like over four years, um, before we moved here to Colorado, and um, he was my main physician. So mm-hmm. it was a journey, like just getting to know him and like developing our relationship, because he is Christian, and at the time we were Christian when we be- when we became pregnant. So we did connect over religion. Yeah, and that was a big part of of you know that journey with with him. And at the time, even though we didn't don't really believe in that path now, we really appreciated and has such sure. a strong connection with him. He is the kind of doctor that you can only hope to get when you're going through something so big as like your first pregnancy. Like he was always well researched, always said, like, well, I looked this up for your specific case, for your demographics. Yeah. And this is what I believe is right.
1: He wasn't like a uh
0: just throw something at you a blanket statistic doctor like
1: he was very like personal yeah
0: exactly you You know he never just just threw something at you and said like well here just take this you know
1: yeah i've had doctors in the past and you were literally just a number and that was not the case with dr girl like he is, is a very like professional and like just very kind person
0: exactly so i really um appreciated the journey with him he he made it smooth you know he showed up he delivered the baby um it was all you know kind of like well it wasn't he smooth, was running late yeah a so bit. i was gonna say well it wasn't technically smooth we got there and i got there at what like 4 a.m uh-huh. um it was like they wanted like had tried to induce me by doing the cervix it didn't work so then they went in and broke my water yeah then after that i was there for just like four hours waiting for something to happen. Nothing
1: happened. So then they oh, pushed you got the, the epidural too. No,
0: they pushed the Pitocin and then they waited to see what would happen. And then nothing happened. Okay. So then they gave me something else that like went with the Pitocin and then that really sped up the pregnancy. So then by the time we got to the next like morning, like late into that night, I was at eight centimeters. Yeah. We were waiting for him to show up. He got there like right around like midnight, like right before 1am because yeah. she was born at one Oh two.
1: Yeah, because as soon as he got there, he just cause, he, he jumped right in because the other the
0: doctors were his what trainers? were the, yeah his they were student, trainees like
1: the student yeah. doctors were. I could tell they were freaking out, like they were all yeah.
0: The guy put his hand in my like in my vagina and just kind of sat there and was like, uh, and the 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 nurse was like, okay, just try to like you know run your hand along her you know the line there like. around you know, around the, the base of her, the head. Okay. And just, you know, cradle it. And, and, sh- and he, she's trying to coach him. And he's like, just like the look on his face is like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. I'm they were very, do. yeah, and, very new. Yeah. And they're like, you know, don't push, don't push. And, and they're saying that and her head is literally stuck in, yeah, her, in my freaking vagina. She had so much Between hair. like the, the air and my, in the inside, like she's like just sitting there and they're like, don't push. And I'm like, I am either going to push this baby out and you're going to catch her or the doctor is going to get here now. And he's like, you know, he then shows up like, you know, just pops on a glove all nonchalant. Like,
1: Like, you guys ready to do this?
0: How are you doing? You ready to do this? And I'm looking at him like, if you don't deliver this baby, I am going to strangle you.
1: I did feel so much better as soon as it got there, <laughs> I know, though, because cause...
0: I was just nervous because they were nervous. Yeah, and I'm literally like, my baby is literally between coming out and not coming out, and you're telling me to not push.
1: There was three of them, and the only one that wasn't panicking, she was a probably like I don't know, like 23, 24 year old like Asian lady. Yeah, and she was cool, calm, and collected, <laughs> like super professional. But the the two oh. younger guys that were with her were just like. What do we do? What What do we do? do? What do we do? What do we do? I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? I was worried
0: they were gonna freaking drop the baby. I was like, what are you guys doing? So he pops in, you know, puts his hand in there and just pulls her right out. I saw what he
1: did. He literally like ran his finger. Inside of you, around mm-hmm. her head, and she just popped out like a little penguin sliding down an ice <laughs> bank, like <laughs> like she was ready. so mean, fast.
0: She was ready, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, within
1: within like within ten minutes of him putting on his gloves and saying, "Are you ready to do minutes. this?" Like, she was gone. She was out. Yeah, so she we was were, out and so crying we done and pissed and, off, and
0: that was over with. And we, you know, I just was happy to be done with that. Now. Yeah. Um, we ended up leaving and then had to come back to the hospital because I had problems with like, um, uh,
1: preclampsia, which is high blood pressure because of like low magnesium levels, Mm -hmm. I believe. So you were on a a magnesium drip for like
0: two days.
1: Yeah. Well, it was, you were in there almost a week. Well, yeah. Between the
0: pregnancy and like the drip. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So that was kind of like, we had to, we like left, came back. And then, so that was kind of a lot. And then on top of that, like our daughter was born with club feet. Yeah. Um. And her so, insulin
1: was also low when she came out. So we were kind of freaking out about right, that the baby, too. The baby, Even though that was a little bit low. That was completely normal. That was, right. yeah.
0: But, um, But because of that, you know, they immediately were, like, wanting to put in a plan of action on how they were going to correct her feet. Yeah. Um, We were mainly concerned about just not wanting her to have to have surgery, um, which... I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the way that it's going, I'm hoping that everything is going to work out, but it sounds like, you know, I don't know what it have been better for her to have just gotten it when she was a baby, maybe.
1: No, I mean, I think it'll be fine. It's,
0: I just feel like, you know, yeah. that, that could have been something maybe that it would have like just been easier to have done when she because, was little. Yeah. Yeah. Because now it's like, you know, they want to put her through physical therapy, which we knew the doctor said that that could be like indefinite for yeah. a while until yeah. she's like 13 or 14. She's freaking 5 right now. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, this is important to like make sure that like her legs and her feet and everything develop correctly because right now she does have um I don't remember the exact term that he used.
1: Basically like the but leg bones. Pretty much all of
0: her leg bones are Twist turned, a little or,
1: bit, are yeah. a little
0: bit. Um they all have like a a slight twist in them, so like her feet came out and they were just like completely like L shaped like inward and then her shin or her tibias are amphibias are turned and then her tibulas are also turned as well With so femurs. or femurs yes yeah. so her fib femur is also turned as well so the doctor said that you know um her newest doctor um who is looking after her now yeah this says is that she doctor. has to go through some physical therapy in order for her to um try to like develop walking a little bit better like as far as like her um her mobility and her like
1: she's got a lot of because her legs are turned in her her feet are turned in a little bit the muscles tendons and stuff that control like the outside of her feet like her outside yeah, several toes like the, stre-
0: like the strength in are her, really like, weak dext- so she's dexterities there are not very strong yeah
1: because she's kind of clumsy because she because of the way that she walks because of her legs being the way that they were when they were born right she it didn't allow her toes. it didn't allow all of the muscle. didn't allow the muscles and tendons to completely develop in her legs so she's she's a little like bouncy and clumsy but so
0: she so the school her school that she currently goes to she's a kindergartner now um they were like you know we're like kind of concerned because she keeps like tripping and falling and i'm like yeah i know that's why i told you guys to keep an eye on her yeah it's uh that's (laughs) something it's something i didn't tell you
1: like i know teachers have a lot of other kids to worry about but it's so frustrating when you tell a teacher or somebody like that like a like Just a,
0: anybody who's supposed to be watching yes, the kid on a regular basis cuz
1: we're all we're always transparent about almost everything we
0: told them that she has adhd and that she isn't she's not diagnosed yet because she's not old enough in in the city yeah. of colorado so that's something i told them like keep an eye on yeah she is going to be a little inter- a hyperactive yeah, we're gonna have those days where she's not gonna listen please watch out and there's been many times already which we're gonna have a question and going into that later but oh many yeah, times yeah, yeah, already yeah that we just have to you know remind ourselves that parenting is just one of those things that you have to be The advocate for your child, yeah, because people tend to they get lost in the system.
1: They get lost in the system, and they
0: try to downplay. You know, oh well, she's just active. If we do this, she'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, if she if she's just like every other kid, and we try to tell her not to run, she's just gonna do it anyway. So let's not tell her no.
1: So back to the
0: just all the things are crazy.
1: Let's roll it back a little bit. We about the because we knew that she was gonna be. Club footed, right? Probably at about six months. Doctor Girl was like, "There's Uh, a good chance that on her
0: scans, right when she was um in the womb, they were starting to turn already. That they could see her feet were turning. Um, and so that was a really big concern for me. I was really, really scared. Me too. And um, uh... cried a lot about it because I felt, you know, like what what was wrong with me or how how did this happen? Like we just really weren't sure, and I didn't know how that would affect her. I mean, at this point, they told us, you know. She's going to have to go through several years of casting yeah. or or wearing, like, boots, having to correct her feet. Um, and they said worst case would be surgery. So we were just kind of, like, not knowing what to expect. Now that she's older, we've realized that, you know, the bones are developing um, kind of at a slant. And, her, you know, her feet still have a turn. And her hips, you know, they have to correct a little bit over time. But... It's possible that she could still need a very extensive leg surgery potentially when she's, when she's... When she's in her teens. If this doesn't um, work out with the PT over the next like several years,
1: the doctor seemed, from what you told me, he seemed or she—I don't remember. I
0: think it's a guy. It is a guy. I'm sorry.
1: They seemed yes. pretty like uh, confident that she wouldn't need surgery, right, but it would right. be it would be later on. Right? Like, if, if she ever had, kind of
0: like you know, just she had, had any
1: like discomfort or pain like in her. Te- early right, teen because years. she does
0: have a hip dysplasia as yeah. well. So along with the legs and the feet, she, she also had, has a hip dysplasia. She
1: had a pretty rough Starts start at the gate. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean she was, was healthy as a horse, but Yeah,
0: I mean, like everything else about her is like she is doing great. She is so smart, so bright, so like She's artistic too smart. <laughs> and has like such like this personality that's ridiculously wild, but You know, yeah, she's having like a rough go at it, like at at the at the start, and um, that was a really hard thing to like take on as a mom because she was casted like the first like several weeks as a baby. We had to drive an hour and a half each way for a week so she could get cast. Well, I mean,
1: early on, when when did we know it wasn't until she was like two that we started going to Shreveport? Like,
0: yeah, we started going to Shreveport every
1: six weeks,
0: Louisiana, like every six weeks when she was like two. Because we had to like start getting her like booted.
1: Yeah, they were. Uh, so she they were had putting her in like a like um, brace, yeah. like a brace boot.
0: It's basically this brace that holds their feet at like a 180 degree angle, so they could like stretch out the feet pretty much. It basically looks very like- uncomfortable, and she hated every single second of it. As I mean, like just imagine like laying there as a like I felt awful as a as a mom like when she was a baby because like she just would be so uncomfortable and like there was nothing i could do about that yeah you know like she just had to wear them and then after a while like when she was um when she was like two and a half they pretty much said okay like she can stop wearing them at night at least and just wear the boots like during like the day or whatever to like make sure that they were like keeping her feet at a a stretched angle outwards so that they would continue to like not grow inward and um you Know, even just recently, they tried to say like maybe we should put her back in boots again. And I was kind of like, let's do the PT and just hope that that kind of works out instead. Yeah, because she's a very rambunctious child who does not want to be uncomfortable. I can
1: that, assure you. and she, she's very she cares a lot about what other kids think. I feel like that would be like a yeah. What's the word I'm trying to say?
0: It would just be kind of embarrassing for her. Yeah, I don't no, think it would be hard for her to deal with I think because so I'm sure too. the kids would ask her questions about yeah. why she's wearing them and all of that. Yeah. Um she she, I'm I, we've been trying to explain to her that like you can admire other people and yeah. not try to be like them because she looks at like she loves JoJo Siwa, right? She's yeah. like, obsessed with JoJo. And that's her thing. Which
1: JoJo's cool. Which is like, cause yeah. cool.
0: We love her. Like she's, we love JoJo before she came out gay, and we love her even more now that she's gay. Yeah. So like, I think she's a like, good. We uh, love that. It's a good role model.
1: And it's a good opportunity to t- to talk to your kids about exactly like about transgender and homosexual. And yeah, like the LGBT people. people yes.
0: Exactly. The entire transgendered um LGBT spectra. Which we'll like get to really more of that. To share with your kids that gender fluid uh fluidity exists, um, non-binary people exist. Yeah. Um, you know, same sex couples exist and that's okay.
1: We were watching is it Queer Eye? Is that what it's yeah. called? We were watching yeah. Queer Eye and Jonathan.
0: We love Jonathan.
1: Um then Ness, B, the cutest. B was watching it with us, and she was like, "Is that a boy or a girl?" And we had to explain to her like, "He doesn't identify as either." Like, right? He, yes, he's
0: non-binary. Yes. and he likes um, and he likes to wear dresses.
1: And she was like, "Well, he looks like a boy, but he's wearing a dress." And I was like, "And that's okay." Like, yeah, you can wear not whatever sure I'm you want. To
0: call him he, but I'm pretty sure that that's okay. But, but oh um, uh, yeah. That's but like, they. Maybe, I'm still or, adjusting to yeah, that. Yeah, I'm still not sure exactly <laughs> how non-binaries like to be um, addressed. I'm yeah. not sure if it's like just...
1: I'm not sure. Exactly. I'm but, not sure. But Jonathan We was... should ask somebody. Yeah, sometime. we should... De-
0: <laughs> like, if anybody knows, please, if you're a non-binary person, um, let us know. How Throw we... a comment at yeah, us. Yeah, just let us know, like, in, in that um, aspect, how people like to be addressed, because I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But um, Jonathan is a wonderful role model for kids, um, and just like JoJo. And so... You know, Briarland asks a lot of questions about that kind of thing. And we're always very open with her and, and shares um those kinds of, you know, the the most like... She's a very answer. curious yeah, child. Yeah, she... yeah, just the very honest answer that we can give, you know, like her uncles are, are Paul and Josh, like our best friends who live back in Oklahoma and we yeah. adore them. And so she's grown up like from the jump, like seeing... Uh, same-sex couples everywhere. Like, she doesn't even think... She doesn't even think twice. It's she's weird like, to be gay or anything. Yeah, she's, she's like, she's... those are my uncles. Like, that's yeah. my Uncle JJ, my Uncle Jojo. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, like, very, like, comfortable with that. Um, and so that kind of leads into our next question. Like, we're... We, we've we had a lot of... Um, we've had a lot of challenges, girl, like, having a child as, like, I feel like what I would could be considering uh, as alternative parents. Oh, like yeah. we're, we've always like felt like we never were like other parents that we saw in the yeah, aspect of I've like, never, they were always so clean cut. And so like,
1: I've never clicked with another dad.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and we say this, like, we say this in the way of like, you guys, like, I mean, like we were still going to church and stuff. So I'm telling you, like, we were, we yeah, we were a still very Christian. Bible cut, like a very Bible belt place. And a lot of the, a lot of the couples and families are like very like, like, american families they yeah. have two kids not that mom there's anything and dad, wrong dad and you know they go to work and you know yeah. they go to church and like you know very like red-blooded american families like yeah watch like football on conservative Sunday. christian like you it's, know they have yeah. beer they have the yeah. cookouts like and that's okay like we're not For sure it's beautiful what we're that's, saying that's is fine. is that we're not that
1: we're definitely we're not that we're out in left field we're very lot. like
0: alternative parents like <laughs> We do encourage our child to be very like, um, you know, what's the word? We expose her to real life. Okay? For sure. We tell her about penis and vagina. Yeah,
1: we don't give code we, names for um, body parts. We
0: don't cover our bodies. You know, we are very like out in the open. I mean, we're not just I walking well, around naked. Well, no, but, we, don't, we I mean, I do sometimes walk around with like no bra on. But if she asks mornings, a question. But, but she always like you know, she knows that they're my breasts, and she also knows that she will develop breasts one for day, sure. and that you shouldn't have to cover your breasts because hello, I have free hanging titties, and yeah. because they they're uncomfortable, I have very large breasts, and I like to let them hang sometimes, and she's okay with that. She understands it because that's how women. She doesn't should even be.
1: notice it, yeah.
0: Exactly, that's how it should be. But you know, does Dad walk around with no undies on? No, Dad always covers up and makes sure that you know he covers his body parts because. We don't have any other boys in the house. No, there, if we had another boy,
1: there was a like in the it's house, been.
0: We would probably would be a little bit more just like you know let's let's try to be a little bit more inclusive to
1: the. There was a situation like a year ago, not a situation. She like I was in the shower and oh, she like yeah. walked in and I was getting out and like oh, yeah. didn't say anything. Like I covered up real quick uh-huh. and like she waited like a week and she was <laughs> like dad. Why is your vagina different than mom's? Okay, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, because I don't have a vagina. Right. <laughs> and I had to explain to her like body parts. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, we—I was just what honest. Kind of a, yeah, she gets just, it. I was just honest with her. Yeah, I was like, it. boys have different parts. Some boys have different parts than. than girls yeah
0: like that like the anatomy can be a little different sometimes yeah some some have some have the same some have different yeah and that's okay yeah they're they're just they're just different tools but that doesn't change anything that doesn't mean anything about your gender or who you are yeah that's just a part so we just kind of explain that to her and we move on so
1: yeah i think um, it's a lot less confusing right and we don't very less confusing same thing with like uh i mean we're different with religion we're different with holidays like we don't
0: well you're well i mean i guess i guess i fall in the umbrella of pagan but i am witch i'm just a witch yeah. and i don't really necessarily classify myself as i follow anything in specifics but we definitely are on the on the the, the pagan touch of the of the side so but we don't force that we don't on her, force her either cuz we, you know? we she asked
1: her, yeah
0: like she she knew about jesus before she knew about what we know now, which is yeah. that we're witchy. Yeah. And even now though, like she used to talk about Jesus. She used to like be really into that, you know? And now that we're witchy, she calls her, like she says, I'm a witch, like mommy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she really embraces it. I think that like, it's okay to let your kids just embrace who they are and like, sure. experiment because they're going to do that anyways. And
1: she'll ask me about oh, like Odin and Thor sometimes. Yeah. And I'll always try to tell her like those, that's what I believe in, but if you don't, you can believe whatever you want. Like, yeah, there's, a million other ways to believe and you can when you get older you can
0: yeah make yeah, that she decision home, like a book of like just a couple weeks ago like she picked because she get, at school gets to pick out books at the library every week mm-hmm. um by herself and she picked out this book about like a uh like a like a Punjabi family like an oh they're indian from india family. an indian yeah, family an that indian was a family. very cool Wasn't book that's so cute
1: what was it called that was a really good book
0: i don't remember exactly but it was really cute. We'll though. find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And she brought that home. She also brought one home, like not too long ago. That was like, um, like about a, like a little black girl and like her family, and, like just like a little. Yeah. Like just like little stuff like that. Um. Oh, there was also one about like this kid who like came from like this really like remote village. Remember, and it was about what he did like in the winters, how like they his tribe got through, um, through like preparing for wintertime, and it was uh, like,
1: a, it was a book about a mongolian family yes, i believe that's yes that's the one yeah because it was re- like real pictures it wasn't yes it was yeah. a
0: real picture book and they were showing her like yeah you know what he really like looked like and how he hunted and book or um birds and stuff like that yeah. it was really cool yeah um she also brought home one she's about, like, super the fasc- moon yeah and constellations and like planets like she's and, she's and, fascinated yeah. with science and she's animals
1: really and different races she yeah, is like she
0: loves learning all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so it really um yeah it really is like awesome to just it's be fun a parent sometimes and see like the really awesome parts of parenting like and the ways that your kid is like developing
1: it's funny the things that we take is that take for granted as adults that kids like are still putting together yeah Like stuff we don't even think about and then they'll ask you a question like you know i can't think of anything off the top of my head right now but they they have a way of kids have a way of like kind of bringing some innocence back to you like yeah
0: yeah they they tend to make you they um, make you
1: see the world in a way that you haven't looked at it in a very long time
0: yes (laughs) yes i feel like they they really bring out the best in you you know they bring out the best in you they really like show you that um That you can have, like, this, like, I mean, you just, you learn patience, you know, like, you think you're patient now, but when you have kids, you learn, like, a whole new level of patience. It's, like, it's, like, trying to remind yourself that, like, kids are going to be kids, and you're going to tell them many times, you know, a lot of things. Yeah. You're just going to have to, like, accept that. Like, it's all about the repetition of life.
1: Honest, (laughs) like, honesty, I think, is the best thing with parenting. Like we're just really honest and like we talk not we're not saying we talk to her like she's an adult but we we're, we don't
0: we do tell her like she's a child and that you know there are certain things that she cannot do until she's older yeah you know but we don't hide anything from her either no um uh we're just really honest with her and we just try to be like ourselves like i don't really hide that I like sometimes recreationally smoke pot. You know what I mean. Like I just tell her that it's my medication, and yeah. that like when she's older, if she'd like to also medicate with marijuana. Well, we was, don't. We haven't told to her that. Her, we haven't really said that it's exactly. No, 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 no. We said it's an adult. We can't. We just and keep it. A... You get that choice when you're older.
1: We keep it. We we kind of make it a non-issue. Like it's not it's like not anything an that's a big deal. Right? It's mom's like medication. Knows, no
0: big deal. It's not for children.
1: She knows that if mom is smoking, like not to in be in the room, right? Please but don't she come knows she knows what it is. She knows yes. that it's a plant that that some people use it to like uh, help with like anxiety and mm-hmm. depression and like it mm-hmm. makes their makes their brains a little happier sometimes. Yeah. And we yeah. talk about that. But you know,
0: we're very honest with her about that kind
1: of thing. But know? we're not like just yeah. Openly smoking in front right, of her no, that She's of stuff. not in she's... a room with
0: us She doesn't just get to sit right underneath me As I'm smoking or anything like that We, I explained to her please do not come in my room when I have my adult things out because they're not for children and yeah. it's not safe for you to be. She around. actually
1: gives me more shit about smoking tobacco occasionally than right. she does. <laughs> right. Talk about weed. Like yeah, she does she
0: does actually doesn't bother me at all. No, she doesn't say anything about it, but, but every time I'll be out, like loading yeah.
1: my tobacco pipe and She's getting like, ready to go. outside, so be like, dad, are you smoking again? <laughs> Could you be smoking that? Why do you do that? And like, just <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I don't do it very often.
0: <laughs> I feel like she kind of did that too when you used
1: to breathe. Okay. Oh knocked the mic over
0: (laughs) she'd be like dad why are you drinking that do you need that but she'd still like give you a beer anyways
1: but she did say a couple weeks ago she was like i like it better now that you don't drink beer i'm like you know what i like it better too so oh yeah
0: that's really cool yeah that's really cool no i like it too i'm i'm really proud of you like it's been a journey you know just all of that but you started out Taking your time, and I think that it's a really important lesson for us to just touch on really quickly. That, like, as a as a as a committed, you know, relationship, and as parents, I think it's really important to remember that all things that are hard take time. Mm-hmm. A lot, all the things that are hard take time. Um, so. When you're trying to make changes in your life, just remember that it takes a lot of days to really put in and implement a change in your life. Even, take it easy
1: on yourself. Yeah, because yeah, take it, it it's... easy on
0: yourself. Remember, like, you're going to stop and start a couple times before you really, you know, stick to it.
1: And you already know what you need to do mm-hmm. if you have a problem. Yeah. Like, I knew, I mean... 15 20 years ago that I shouldn't be drinking because I've got a family full of drug, drug addicts and alcoholics yeah but
0: but you know like I, I still think did that it. life. like everybody <laughs> finds a lot of vice in their life you know a way to kind of cope with how hard it can be sometimes and whether that's something healthy like you know yoga or whether that's something a little bit not so healthy like <laughs> drinking you know hey no judgment here just remember you guys to be kind to yourselves out there and uh no no hard judgments
1: Okay, let's get back to the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about school. What it was like when she started getting into school. And yeah, I think we touched
0: on. We no- bit. well,
1: we noticed a lot. Of, well, I was gonna say we. Oh, we, I'm sorry. We did, there some <laughs> things that we didn't really notice were different until she got in school mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. like with the adhd and That's like that true. kind of stuff we just i mean she was a, she was a hyper kid like a rambunctious kid but like all kids are right but it wasn't until we started like interacting with her teachers and seeing her with other kids that like, right. we noticed she's she a little had, more uh, hardcore than some of the other yeah, kids <laughs> like,
0: yeah so like i remember um we started her out at like this little kind of like a little preschool when she was like three and she um tended to get in like for some reason she tended to get in trouble a lot when it came to just like talking too much during nap time yeah or just not wanting to take her nap she hates naps yeah. so much and she still hates naps but um she just never wanted to take her nap during nap time so they would always be like well we had to put her in the office today because you know she was trying to keep the kids up and and i would just kind of be like okay you know um maybe some some kids don't want to take naps like maybe you should have groups of kids that don't take naps and then the kids that do go a room i mean that's just how it is sometimes you know what mm-hmm. i mean but it, it started to become like okay well she doesn't take naps too okay she's like you know talking and kind of disrupting to okay she's like picking around with the other kids like riling them up and that kind of thing yeah probably just like trying to have fun even though the other kids are just trying to sleep that kind of thing you know it would just be little stuff here and there and then it would escalate
1: yeah, but it was, it was pretty immediate that the teachers, I mean, our, all of our teachers have always been great and like love her and everything, but like, right. it was pretty immediate that like the we teachers started the
0: problem, child. started
1: pulling us aside and was like, do you have like, have you noticed any of this stuff at home? And like, we really hadn't. And because... we were
0: like, kind of like, yes and no. Yeah, yes know? and no. Right. Yeah. Right. And then it kind of became like more evident as she was getting older that we were like okay we kind of like we get what they're meaning by just yeah. like she would because she would start having like those terrible like tantrums like when we would try to like leave somewhere mm. like other kids wouldn't do that and we would notice that like we would take her somewhere fun, she still right? does that a yeah bit. she still does that a little bit but she we would take her somewhere fun and if she would get overstimulated. Um, she would really like, you know, have a really bad fit. when We would, would get ready to leave and we'd be like, okay, well, you know, the fun is over with, we have to go now. So she would go through a really long period of time where she would just like, I mean, it would just be so, and I don't want to say embarrassing, but it would just be heartbreaking. No, it was
1: embarrassing. It was
0: embarrassing. It was heartbreaking. It was hard. It was just, what do you do? Because she was like screaming, crying. I already had a problem, like as a young parent with us being you know, trying to get used to being an interracial family. Her being like already like not close and by to this me time, in color, and then her screaming and acting a crazy fool while I'm trying to take her away from somewhere makes me look like I'm kidnapping her.
1: And by this time, we had also come out as pagan. So I was just so like, like there was a lot of like I was
0: uh, just kind of like overwhelmed by the whole thing. Yeah, just just all the parts of trying to like be a supportive parent and and not really knowing how to be a parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we didn't really we had good parents, but we also had flawed parents. Our parents aren't perfect. They just also, you know, they didn't always do the exact perfect things. I think that I what I struggled with in my growing up process that came through in my parenting was that, you know, as much as my mom has always been an amazing parent and has always been supportive and has always been there for me, um, has has been there my entire life she's not like the most maternal type of person she's always been more like my best friend you know what i mean yeah. i never really like got like mommy vibes from my mom i always got like she's my best friend yeah and we always were like that we've always been close we've always done things together we would just like have fun she would never really like over parent me she would always say like this is my opinion but you do you you know
1: and yeah. so that
0: was kind of how i grew my up my
1: mom was the complete opposite. she was like toxically maternal yeah like like you it were got, overly mothered it got better as i got older like after like i moved out and started like living my own life it mm-hmm. got better but man like it was like over the top like right. I, and i didn't realize it like it's uh you kind of not to bat not to be parent passion but you see the places where your parents fucked up
0: when you when parents, you become a parent that, that it's like, yeah exactly it's almost like you uh you start to think about like well
1: well you start thinking about things that like your parents did maybe it. happened as a kid yeah. or like just things that yeah that you didn't notice because it was just the norm and then now that you've got a kid of your own you're like there's no fucking way i would do that like <laughs> like what was going on like, like
0: i remember specifically like because this is kind of leading into our next question, like, how things really changed when we became parents was, like, we started noticing, like, all kinds of changes when, like, she was born. It yeah. was, like, it, it was, like, this crazy switch where, like, our, like, your, well, first of all, your mom kind of, like, lost it for a while because she just, um... You know, had a hard time. Like well, my with-
1: mother had severe depression, and well, I, um,
0: it's not about the it's not about the mental health. I just no. Meant- I mean, I'm
1: just saying to just to lay some context know, out. I she know. had severe mm-hmm. mental health problems. She did.
0: She did. But I think that when she became like when she came into our lives, my my mom moved in to help us because we needed you know support yes. and your parents lived like 35 minutes away so we really needed the help and like i think that your mom had a hard time with that oh, I mean you they were
1: just... still pretty close but
0: Well i know but i'm saying she felt you know kind of replaced
1: she, like she, yeah there's... yeah,
0: she felt kind of like there was like a, a like a a hard line between like my mom was being favored and yes. over her and she wasn't getting to be like as involved as a grandma as No i mean I, I literally and had I to tell her. her I was to, feel that way i just felt like because of where they lived and how like the distance it made it really hard
1: yeah well it wasn't that far it's just they didn't always have a they didn't always have a reliable means of transportation at the time and it was there was a lot of things excuse me goodness
0: yeah i'm just saying you know there was a lot of factors
1: your mom was the more logical choice choice
0: right she already lived alone she her lease was up yeah. You know, she needed a place to stay and it was like it, easy for us to all live together because it made it cheaper.
1: For sure. And it did, it was, it would, it logistically, it made more sense to only have one person come than a couple. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, because then you got it to just made more miles, sense, but my mean? mom took it very personal at first. Yeah, it was. A I had to pull her aside and be like, listen, like, listen, like this is the way, this is why we chose to do that. Like it's nothing personal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she was fine after was a while. It was just, it was but, an
0: adjustment. That's all. It yeah. was it was just an adjustment that we had to go through and um a lot of things like were just um it was just it was just like like the adjustments like we said yeah um we also you know had to go through like what it was like to become parents and and juggle being like a relationship i think we found out really quickly that we really prioritize our time together yes and try to balance being a par- like being parents too like that was a really big thing that we found out because a lot of parents i've like,
1: said the go ahead yeah no yeah know
0: you're gonna say it because this is what you always say so uh-huh. i want you to say
1: it it's uh i've said it before in a you in know a, in a earlier episode but like the only way to be healthy parents is to be a healthy couple like there's no other way to do it so i think the number one Number one priority in raising a child is not the child themselves. It's maintaining a healthy relationship with your partner.
0: Absolutely. Because they have to see that they yes. have to live in the environment with you. And like, even like if we have, like, I'm telling you guys, if we only have like, cause we never argue. We're very Zen. You know what I mean? Yeah. We always just kind of well, like, cause
1: we're transparent. We're very honest yeah, about we're, everything. Like, we're
0: very like grounded people. And w- as soon as we have like, um, a snippet of argument she goes guys why are you fighting
1: yeah she if did that please, please stop fighting we had a little like it wasn't even a fight it was just like we were bickering about something in the car the other day yeah, it was nothing yeah. like it was a nothing our like,
0: voices elevated just a smidge it she could have been about that she said uh-huh. it was probably
1: dinner like what are we having for dinner i like but right. she she stopped us and she was like why are you arguing and we are like, we're not arguing. <laughs> right? We're like, we're not arguing, we're just trying to figure out what we're doing. We're, having, we're just but that's how
0: we're having a conversation. That's okay? how
1: little we fight. Like Yeah, that's how little we fight. She we can mean, have she like,
0: doesn't like doesn't know how to handle it when we, we can when have we the have like, a like smallest
1: disagreement. disagreement and she thinks it's a fight. It's like, dude, this is not a fight. Like This is not a fight. You should have heard my parents when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like she doesn't even know what a fight is, so like that's that's what we. Not mean. my current stepdad, right. the stepdad before. <laughs> but this is what we mean by you know, like if you're a healthy relationship and you're not, you know, prioritizing your your happiness, you know, your peace um, yes. to make sure that your kids can be peaceful, then it's going to affect them. Is and there, that's yeah, you
1: can take it a step farther and say that the most important thing in a relationship is to keep yourself right too. like exactly treat yourself yeah. yes, like exactly
0: we, we you have to also water yourself
1: don't ever you it's, can't
0: pour from your empty cup
1: it's, i've said yes yes it's good to make like uh like adjustments to the way you are but like don't ever compromise who you are for a relationship ever, ever. Like, absolutely
0: you know i still go out with my friends i still like try to go and do the things that I enjoy, even if, you know, you do not enjoy them. Yeah. And, you know, same to you, you know, like yeah. the, the, the we never try to stop each other from the things that make us happy. Even if we don't agree with them, we just try to be transparent with, okay, this bothers me, but I'm not going to tell, you no because you're a grown person and you're allowed to do what you want. Yeah. Just that- know how it makes me feel and that I'm not okay with it. And when, and then take that, you know, with a grain of salt, we, yeah. we try to be really, You know, I mean, like, we literally just did this earlier. Like, we had a moment where I wanted to make a decision about something. He wasn't really on board. I kind of wasn't really on board either. But I kind of felt like, should we do it? Should we not do it? And then after a while, you know, he was like, okay, like, you can do it. But, you know, yeah, it's going to be a little bit difficult. And I said, yeah, you're right. And that's just kind of how, like, relationships go, right? Like, you acknowledge that something is an issue and you kind of have to decide whether or not as a team, what you're going to do. One person has to make the sacrifice. It's uncomfortable. Who's going to choose? I chose, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Right. Because and right to, now is not a logical time to do something. Even if I want to, even if I have a great opportunity to do something, I'm putting, you know, that the, 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 the important things first. Which and is family. to
1: take that and to take that back to parenting, I think that, has made Briarland like more self-confident and more like sure of herself in a lot of ways because yeah. she sees us being 100% us like with each yeah, other true. and yeah she's yeah. very
0: matter of fact you know she's like I'm an artist she does you not know, yeah she's like I am beautiful because we tell her that all the time oh yeah every day um and she goes I know you know yeah like i think it's really good to speak like that that love and that confidence into your kids mm-hmm. like tell them like yes you are an artist you're doing good things you are she smart is a,
1: for a five-year-old she is and not to toot my own horn but i'm a pretty good artist she is better at five than i was at five like
0: yeah but you also said you were really advanced when you were a kid too, i was so just, and
1: she's better than that i like, know that's
0: what i'm saying like our little artist jeans rubbed off on her. Yeah. She got all the great parts of us.
1: She's drawn some like com- <laughs> some complex little unicorn sketches and Oh yeah. Bunnies and stars and yeah. all <laughs> everything. She's even
0: I mean, she's doing a lot of stuff. She's doing a lot of stuff and I just love to see that. Like it's um it's one of the things that we one of our questions actually, you know, like things that we do that is fun together but we love to like plant plants together we love yeah she loves gardening
1: and painting yeah
0: she loves being outside we love to go like you know to the park we love to go on hikes um we love to get ice cream like i mean she's just like a regular kid you know she loves doing all the fun stuff and none of the boring stuff yeah yeah
1: what about funny uh some funny things she said let's let's get to like oh boy Man, some she more also, lighthearted she material.
0: Some some hilarious things.
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: I'll let you go first. I feel like um, I feel like you're alone with her, like in those moments when she really like says like stuff that is funny. I feel like when I'm alone with her, I catch stuff here and there. but yeah. I, But but recently, I remember. Okay, I'm gonna go. I guess so. Recently, remember she was. Uh, she said so. She came in our room, and she goes. You know. Hey mom, can I, can I watch TV? And I said, okay, like, uh, maybe, you know, let me think about it because, you know, I'll, I need to see, you know, I want to think about it. Cause we, we try to keep TV to a minimum in the house, you know, like we don't watch TV all day. We literally have, you know complete don't silence or today. music no like we we're very much like you know read a book do something creative music, go play with blocks yeah. go be like go do something that is actually stimulating she goes and like plays like uh, math games or reading games or something but we don't try to go directly to tv all the time because you know not that that's bad but we don't want her to just, just to sit in the tv all day long like only sometimes does she get like an all day TV day if it's like raining or, you know, we're both not feeling well or we're really tired, you know, we'll let her like have that day. But this particular day she asked to come watch TV and we said, OK, you know, we'll think about it because you didn't really have a good day at school. Right. So as she's walking away, she goes, well, if you don't let me watch TV, I'm going to act a fool. And we're like, what? What?
1: <laughs> What did she just what say? What did you
0: just say? Like, okay, now you're not going to get anything. Knows. And I'm just like, what? what she
1: knows exactly what she's doing. I know. And I'm knew... like, why would you even say that? She knew as soon as she said it that she'd fucked up. I like... know. She went, in, <laughs> she
0: went in her room and like, you could hear her like, like whimpering, silently like... crying, like just like upset with herself. So, because we like, told her, I was like,
1: dude, like, why would you if that? you're going to bring an attitude into this conversation, you won't watch TV at all.
0: I know. I was like, why would you do that? I was like, what did you think you were going to get out of having... Having your little smart words, muscle. right? Because you were like... Did I was you actually
1: I was actually kind of impressed.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of was too. I, like underneath, I was kind of like... Yeah, a
1: little manipulator. And
0: that's what I said. I said, now we nah, know. Damn. I said, now we know how smart you are. And when you're doing stuff, you know you're doing something wrong. And yeah. you pretend like you don't. So now you've just told on yourself.
1: The other day she came in, it's the Lion King thing that we were talking, that she did, mm-hmm. that was all her that was 100% all oh, her God. she was like, Dad, I want to show you something I mean, I was like, what the hell is she going to do, what has what she got now she was like, pretend like you're dead <laughs> and I was like so I did, and she like got on her like hands and knees on the bed and like, was like <laughs> making her hands look like paws and like pushing on my belly and she was like, Father <laughs> Oh, dude. and i was like are you being simba like when his dad died and she was like yep i was like oh my god like you picked the most brutal part of the best disney movie ever and you make me read. yeah she's she's always doing and like inventing <laughs> things like she yeah, yeah. invents like the
0: she goes and gets like craziest crazy. little she things did. yeah like i remember she had a um she had a bottle cap mm-hmm. a straw and like a rubber band and she turned it into like a, a, sword. a sword. She made
1: a sword out of it. It yeah. was like a cup lid. It was like a, like a sippy cup lid or something yeah. that had a straw that went through it. And she punched the straw through it and then fastened it all together <laughs> with the rubber band. Yeah. And it was like, I knew exactly what she had made. She was like, it's a sword. Cause it had like the little hand guard and everything. Like, right. I was like, wow. Okay. That was like two years ago. She was only like, like three when she did that Yeah, it's like been,
0: she, she's always like taking things and like trying to make it other into toys something, right like she's always been really like i've always said like she could be an engineer because she's got like that yeah. creative mindset like to make things like she does that all the time but like specifically uh the most funniest thing she did recently was she tried to convince you that something i showed her was something that she had made up herself that
1: happened today yeah today yeah.
0: She she would because I was gone. So tell the story.
1: It was so uh, it was. Uh, she like came in. She was. Like, I had what? to bust her. She was like. <laughs> she was like. Let me show. Or yeah, you had to blow the cover. Yeah. <laughs> but she came in. She was like, I got a trick to show you. And she was. She like. She has She was like. You have to have a white crayon. And she was like drawn on this piece of paper with a white crayon. And then she was like, and then you can take any colored marker and color over it. And then you can see the design. And I was, I was like, that's pretty badass. Like. I didn't even know you could do that. And she like played it up. She was like, I was like, how did you figure that out? Like, was it on TV or something? She was like, Nope, I just figured it out. And I was like, yeah, that's badass." <laughs> so, so like I, Shay came home from running some errands earlier. And I was like, "Bibi, c- like come here and like show mom your trick. I was like, you got to see this. Like, I don't know how the fuck she figured out, figure this out. But like, you got to see this shit. And like, as soon as she started doing it, Shay was like, You're just doing that because I taught you how to do that. Oh, my God. When I used to, like... Because Shay used to, like, teach art lessons to kids all the time. And Shay would... Or BB would... Go
0: to class Would go to
1: class with her. And as soon as, like, mom busted her, like, blew her cover, like, the biggest, like, shit-eating grin came over her face. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, because she knew. Like, she had lied to me.
0: Like, that's, (laughs) that's how freaking smart she is. Because she literally told it to you exactly how I taught it to her. Yeah. Like, she... Retained that.
1: That's exa- been like
0: exactly. That's and that been was over a year, a year ago. ago. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. But no, that also that also touched my heart. Once again, it taught me that I do make an impact on kids because, like you know, those lessons were. You know, I didn't really know like if I was really making a difference in those kids' lives. So just knowing that they go home and they're still doing like all the things I taught them—they remember
1: that, stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, it touches my heart, and I want to do classes again. But I'm I'm still trying to wait until you know I like, get into a place to juggle all that. But <laughs> but just the fact that she even attempted to try to play that off was like—and even
1: though she did lie to me—ridiculous. I'm not even impressed because I don't believe in the concept of good and evil. There's a, there's, there's power and those who are afraid to use it. (laughs) And our daughter. The
0: fact that she had the balls to come in here and just own that. Our daughter
1: embraces the power and she is not afraid to use it. That's
0: right. I mean, like she's got the fire and I'm not putting it out. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's kind of funny. She was in here just really owning that too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. She wasn't even, yeah, she wasn't even. She did it right
0: in front of me. She wasn't even afraid that I was going to like, just say, um, excuse me. I taught you that. Yeah. Hello, give me my credit. She just goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. How did, let's see, let's get
1: to our next question, because I feel like we're going pretty long. Yeah, no, that's okay, go ahead. Um, How did having kids change who you are?
0: Uh, you know.
1: Or how you do things, or? So,
0: I mean, I feel like it really took, so for me, it changed everything. It really changed a lot of things for me. Because before, I felt like I was really selfish and reckless and... Did a lot of stuff, like, just mm-hmm. based off of, like, what would make me happy. Yeah. And I don't think I really, like, was... I mean, I, 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 I've i always been, like, caring and considerate. But I think yeah. that it made me more compassionate for, you know, others and more patient and more, um, you know, just... It, it kind of just...
1: Makes you a little more altruistic, I would say. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Like, it just kind of, like, I hate to say, like, gave me a purpose, but it really did kind of, like, change me because it spurred into me becoming a business owner and it spurred into me becoming such a, um, such an advocate for children with disabilities and children with ADHD. Like, I've been doing a lot of research. I've been doing a lot of things for my child, like that was a big thing that made me want to become like an herbalist and get into like herbs and become like this like it spurred me becoming everything that I am because I were trying I was trying to find ways to help my daughter. I was trying to find ways to help myself. I was trying to find ways to to heal from postpartum depression, heal from anxiety, heal from stress, heal from being a stay-at-home mom with all of the pressures—just what it is to be a mom and a wife. I mean, it mm-hmm. isn't easy, but it is. You know what people do on a daily basis. And we're ex- expected to do it and expected to smile about it. Yeah. And um, it is really hard. So it did teach me that I have a lot of strength, and I have a lot of creativity and drive because a lot, all of this really brought me to where I am today. You know, I'm a really, I would say successful business owner, Yeah. you know, and we're
1: about to be more successful and,
0: and just like trying to continue to grow and the fact that I've been able to do that because I became a mom, um, I'll always be super thankful for that. And what about you? How did it change
1: Um, you? It lays out, it forces you to do shadow work because it lays out, (laughs) it lays out all of your flaws and like shortcomings. Cause even like, as it, when it was just us as a couple, we were still just, you know, planning for the next vacation and, you know, let's get drunk this weekend and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, it's when a kid is in the picture and it didn't take, it didn't sink in with me immediately. Cause it's only been like the last like four months that I've completely quit drinking and all that stuff. And, right. but it really does make you reassess everything.
0: I mean, it took time. And
1: yeah. uh, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like, yeah, like it kind of, it forces you to look at the things that are wrong with the way that you're living in your life because yeah. it's not just you anymore, like, or your partner anymore. It's not, it's not just a couple of adults just, you know, living life selfishly—it's—you've mm-hmm. got a baby now, like you've got this entire other human being that completely depends on you to not be a sack of shit and get them to adulthood, <laughs> and raise them to not be sacks of shit too. Exactly. <laughs> like so, yeah, it kind of just made me like look inward, and oh,
0: that is the—that is the stress. That
1: see where I stress. was. See where I was toxic, and where I still am toxic, and to like work on that because you fucking need to
0: exactly yeah exactly like it's uh
1: it's made me more self-aware a lot right, more self-aware right. it's
0: a big lesson it's a big lesson of like
1: in a good way
0: the the, the will like the, the testament of like your will to to change mm-hmm. like i think that that's such a huge thing like so many people go well I am the way I am like I can't change and I think that that's just bullshit to be honest with you like if you have it in you to do something you can do it and I say that like wholeheartedly like three years or four years or five years ago I probably wouldn't have imagined that I would be eating or drinking like half of the things I do now. Yeah. Like I never used to like vegetables. I never used to like tea. I never used to You're consider welcome. myself an active person or go like on hikes or shit. I never liked to consider myself like that kind of person. And now yeah. that's the kind of person that I am. Can, you can change. You can change if that is the will that you have for yourself. And, um,
1: and I, say kid that, is I say good, that uh... with like
0: the most loving and like inspiration. For right? sure. Yeah. Like, this isn't saying, like, a... like, you know. That this is like a downing moment. This is saying like uh, whatever it is that you feel like you want to change in your life, dig deep inside of yourself and say, you know, I have that will in me.
1: For sure, because you 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 deserve that for you too. Like you, it's not even like I'm better than you or anything like that. Like for me, the whole purpose of shadow work is like it's it's uncomfortable, it's dirty, it's it's fucking gross sometimes when you get down to like the core of why you're doing stupid shit or unhealthy shit Mm -hmm. but like you deserve you deserve that for you like you're going to be so much more at peace and healthy and just a lot more happy of a person if you tackle those things that are within you that need tackled and you deserve it the last question what are some things that we wish we had known Uh, going into parenting that we've learned in the last five years.
0: Yeah. So I feel like what I learned is that, you know, kids are, there's really nothing that can prepare you for having kids. I mean, there's really nothing that can prepare you for your own journey with that. Um, some people are going to have kids and it's going to be a breeze. It's going to be easy. You're going to enjoy that experience. And your child, you know, may not have as many difficulties, but, you know, then there's going to be those times that you may go through a lot of rough times and especially mentally and physically and emotionally. And I struggled with all three of those things. So, you know, I wish I would have known that somebody would have told me how hard mentally it would be. Yeah, I've struggled so hard mentally with being a mom, but I've also been in therapy, you know, for over the last year. You know, working on um, the parts of myself that have been, you know, heavily neglected, and those things that do need to be nurtured so that I can be a better parent. And I have been. I've learned tremendously over the last, you know, few few years how to um, adjust with the flow, you know, like when she was a baby, things were easy and then things got hard and then things got easy and then things got hard. So parents parenting is all about the ups and downs and um I've learned that no matter what, if you can try to start your day off with positivity and just try to hold positivity throughout the whole day, even when your kids acting a fool, even when they're acting, you know, just not so positive just try to speak that positivity over them and remind them that like we're going to have a good day yeah we're going to try try to say that every morning yeah we 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 try to start our mornings off with you know music and try to just like remember that like um reminders that you know the way that we're going to behave so i think that if anything yeah i've I've learned a lot but the main thing was that i I've learned that, um, taking it a day at a time and just being positive. Yeah. Like, and that's for anything, but really that's for parenting like the most. What about you?
1: Um, I've learned that it's okay to not know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> Cause we didn't at all. Oh, yeah, and like you like said,
0: like if you try to wait until you're ready to have kids, you're never going to have them. Cause there's really no way to, but at the same time, you, <laughs> at the same
1: time, you know more than you think you do because True. like, um, yeah. Like the medical professionals that were trying to tell us that, like, we should wait until she's, like, seven or eight to, like, assess whether she's got ADHD. Like, we had teachers telling us that she had ADHD, like, when When she she was was two and a half, three years old. Yeah. And we knew that she did. And, like, don't ever doubt yourself. You do know. And it
0: could be more than that. I mean, she hasn't been tested. So it could be the autism spectrum. Could be. It could be ADHD. I'm just saying. It could be anything, but we're. The ones who are the advocates for our kids, and yes. we know when there's not when they're not when there's something that's not right.
1: Yeah, or yeah, something
0: that just takes more more stick attention. to your guns, stick yes. to your guns,
1: because you do know more it than you think more you attention
0: do. Than, right, than just you know the the bad of the eye.
1: Take it easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be a bad parent occasionally, mm-hmm. as long as you recognize where you're faulting and are willing to like fix that and move forward and. Work on that stuff. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Just take
1: it easy on yourself and one yeah. day at a time, like you said, it's okay to not know what the fuck you're doing because nobody does. There's
0: Absolutely. Parenting is really difficult. And, you will, uh,
1: you'll never know until you do it.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, and I don't care what any of your... Friends say that don't have kids, they don't know jack shit.
0: All the memes that float around talking about parenting this and parenting that. And if you do this and blah, blah, blah. Listen, if you don't have any kids, you really just don't know. And guess what? It's different for every single family. And don't get me wrong. Every single child. Every single parent. Every single kid is going to need something different than some other child will or your child will. Please stop going around and doing the whole comparison thing. We're just... As parents we need to be supportive not comparisons.
1: For sure. Yeah, and we've got it. We've got a lot of good like parent friends here that yes. also like are, are dealing great. with right. yeah and they have some a few of them have kids that also have some developmental problems and As stuff well, like that and like it's and and so, It's like, really cool to have like a good community. people to relate with mm-hmm. and like yeah. sure totally. that. Totally. They understand they understand when our kid's freaking out and we understand when their kids freaking out. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody's so, judging anybody so if we anything, can...
0: <laughs> you know, just find those those parents, you know, if you're going into the journey of parenting, Just find those parents that you vibe with, the ones that either see life the way you do or that do not judge you for the way you live your life.
1: And not that we don't love our non-parented no, unmarried no, we friends. Love
0: our, we love our friends, whether you have kids or not. We're just saying in general, you know, obviously, um, the journey is different for everyone. For sure. And just don't pressure anyone to, to, do anything just because you would because that's just not really how life works
1: oh uh, man there's nothing worse than <laughs> a parenting like hardcore parenting advice from somebody that not only doesn't have kids but has no fucking clue who they are we've exactly. we've experienced that and that is so yeah so infuriating if infuriating
0: yeah when i first moved here i had a friend uh, who's no longer a friend of mine but but that is exactly who we're talking about she just was she had so much of her own parenting trauma that she would literally push that on me, like, you're acting just like my mother. I'm like, I'm not your mother. Like, I don't know what you're even talking about. And it was just stupid stuff, like, you know, that kind of like, well, you're not being patient or you're not listening or you're not doing this or you're not doing that. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, my child is free. Like, you're 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 you literally don't know what it's like to be a
1: parent. Not a fucking thing.
0: And I think that like
1: and that's okay. Personally, Just you don't pretend like you do. your
0: opinion. Like, yes, you can always give your opinion.
1: Just know like, that I don't we're give a not fuck. not
0: saying, like, don't. But don't get upset <laughs> if someone doesn't want to take it. Like, it's okay to drop your info and walk away. Like, I...
1: Yes. You don't
0: have to make somebody take the medicine you're giving.
1: I'll talk to anybody about anything, anytime. Religion, parenting, you know, anything. But if you start trying to shove it down my throat like it's the fucking gospel, I will shut you down before you even know what the fuck happened. Like I don't tolerate that kind of bullshit.
0: <laughs> so just, just being open, not I to, not that, to be mean, right, <laughs> right. just being open though. You know, overall we've grown a lot as people and we've grown a lot as parents. And for sure, uh, this journey is really, I think it's, you know, it's becoming, um, it's becoming a very like it, interesting and really exciting journey for us just seeing like our our daughter grow up and um and in what, the ways that she's developing
1: and the ways that we've grown too yeah, like absolutely, it's absolutely. we've as a family we've become
0: we've become like really like cohesive and yeah. just like harmonious and like it's been awesome to just see like everything unfold so for sure <sighs> you guys um thank you all so much for being here we hope that you've enjoyed this episode Please, you know, find us on our social medias. If you want to give us your input, we do polls, we do totally. updates, we share memes. I mean, we have a whole community online. We have almost 90 or no, we have we 90 have 90, we on have ninety. followers Instagram. on Instagram. Thank you all so much for following us. And we want to um, go
1: ahead. We want to hear like uh, if you've got like if you've got kids or if you've got nieces or nephews, tell us a funny story. I'll I'll post uh, something tomorrow, but yeah. tell us a funny story in the comments yes, tomorrow. Yes, we
0: would love to hear it. We would something love that one of your you
1: know? one of your kids or one of your nieces or nephew has done, like
0: yes, yeah, share it. We, we want to hear that. it. We would love that. Um, we love you guys so much, and thank you all for being here. We wanted to let you all know that this week on Wednesday we will be having a special guest. I'm super excited. I have a lovely friend of mine coming in that is going to be sharing some really awesome, um, really cool stuff for Witchy Wednesday. Witchy Wednesday. And, um I don't want to give it away yet, but I want you all to get really excited because we will announce it probably on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, before Wednesday. So we want you all to get really pumped. Um I think you all are gonna really enjoy this guest. She has over ten years of experience in her field. Um she is got Her hand in many different divinations. I mean, she does tarot. She does bone reading. She does medium shit. She does all kinds of stuff. And so what this episode will be about, well, you're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Make sure you guys find us on Heathen and the Hedge podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we will catch you all on the next one. This has been Heathen and the Hedge. My name is Shay.
1: And my name is Merlin.
0: We love you guys bless it be y'all
1: peace